Apple has a dominating lead in the wearables market, and the company recently released the new Apple Watch Series 7 and the third generation AirPods. Has Apple done enough to build upon that lead? And more importantly, should you invest in either product? Find out in this episode of the Macworld Podcast. Before we get on with the show, we have a word from our sponsor, Declutter. Ready to buy a new iPhone 13? You can save some money on that new iPhone by trading in your old phone for cash with Declutter. Declutter is the fast, easy, and totally free way to sell mobile phones, iPads, MacBooks, Apple Watches, and much more. Declutter pays up to 33% more than carriers, locks your valuation in for 28 days, and pays you quickly by PayPal or direct deposit. Visit Macworld.com slash trade in and use the code Macworld10, that's Macworld10, to get 10% extra for your trade in. That's Macworld.com slash trade in and use the code Macworld10 for an extra 10% with Declutter. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola, here with Jason Cross. Good morning. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. So the onslaught of, onslaught, maybe that's not the right word, but the, <laughs> uh, the rush of uh, Apple products continues. So we got in the new AirPods. Uh, we also got in the Series 7. That came out actually a couple weeks ago, but we got it in. We posted a review. Uh we just posted our review of the AirPods, so I thought we'd talk about these two products this episode and start off with the AirPods, since that's relatively fresh in our minds. Yeah, this has got to be this has got to be it for Apple hardware this year. I mean, I could do a surprise, but I think I yeah. think they're finally done. It was a lot this year. Yeah, most likely they, we did last year. We got that AirPods Max like right around Christmas. Yeah, uh, real yeah. shocking drop out of nowhere. But, um, but there were rumors for some time before were. that about how they're building these over-the-air headphones yep. and they're coming soon and all this. And we just, once we got to December, we thought, oh, well, I guess they're not coming till next year. And right. then they just surprise released them. There's really nothing like that right now. Maybe a Mac Mini? Maybe Mac Mini, maybe AirPods Pro. Those are the two that seem closest to release at this point. Yeah. They, I mean, they're not going to do a 27-inch uh, iMac. That's not happening outside yeah. of an event. Yeah, the Mac Mini and the AirPods Pro seem like the ones that could arrive. But then again, if you're going to do AirPods Pro, why not just announce it alongside the AirPods at the last event? Yeah, and and the rumors, uh, the, the the rumors that it was coming this year are all from like last year. Right. No new, no recent rumor says they're like starting production or anything like that. They're, uh, yeah, I think they're, they're a ways off. The recent say like you know first half of 2022. Yeah, I, I really think the AirPods. If there's a next generation AirPods Pro, it needs a technological change, mm-hmm. right? Like there, it needs the H2 chip or whatever, right? There's, I, I think there's little benefit to them just basically changing the plastic shape, which is what they would be doing otherwise, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think there, there's some, and there's still a serious step up, you know, to take it back to what we're talking about here, third gen AirPods, there's a step up from this third gen AirPods. There's a clear differentiation there's a clear price change. Yeah, even uh, even I, the not, mo- even the new model, like the yes, current pros the are gen. an upgrade. Yeah, Apple's released the third generation AirPods. They are a replacement for the second generation AirPods, but you can still buy the second generation AirPods. They just lowered the price on those. Right. But these yeah. slot right in there. They're they're one seventy nine. You can find them for like five dollars off. Yeah, right, right now, now the, but the, the, but the discounts are pretty 
wait a little bit, they'll be twenty to forty dollars off most AirPods most of the time. If you look around, one seventy nine is right in that spot where they're more expensive than the second generation AirPods used to be before they got their price drop. That is without the wireless charging case. With the wireless charging case, the second gen AirPods used to be one ninety nine. So this is cheaper than that. So it's depends on your perspective. Like they're cheaper than comparable second gen AirPods, but they're more expensive. It's a more expensive cost of entry, right? Right. That's right. (laughs) It's it's a little confusing, but that's the best way to describe it. Right. So they're right in between. And then they dropped the price of the second gen AirPods, which now after having used them all (laughs) for the last several days, testing these things out, I kind of don't recommend them to everyone, anyone. Like even at the price reduction, I feel like if you can swing it, mm-hmm. get these new ones. They're significantly better. They're uh, fifty dollars more. The yeah. third gen. I, than I feel the like second gen. I feel like it's worth it. Uh, if you're really into wireless charging, there you can't get the wireless charge case for the second gen anymore. They don't sell it separately. It doesn't come with. It's non wireless only. This one only comes with. Uh, same as the Pro. Uh, I'm not into wireless charging my AirPods much. Uh, they now support MagSafe. I can't imagine people are going to use MagSafe chargers a lot for these things, but it it really does solve a problem more than I think a lot of other MagSafe stuff does because it, if you've tried to wireless charge your your, Air, your um, AirPods, it's hard to find the spot <laughs> where, and when the magnets are just locking it in, you're, you're always on. It's easier, right? Yep. It's so it's hard to find the spot. It's hard to keep the spot. Like there are times when I'll I'll think it's on there, and the little green light went on, and then I move it. Like I touch it slightly, and it goes away. And I don't. Right, you were right on the edge. Right. So, <laughs> so you can imagine how like having magnets lock it and lock like rock, lock it right into place is great. Unfortunately, a lot of wireless chargers that are kind of made for AirPods don't have MagSafe, <laughs> but, but if you could, you could, they're light enough that you could stick it on a stand that has MagSafe and it'll hold up. And so, so it's actually kind of makes wireless charging your AirPods better. Um, the, you still uh, get a faster and better charge using lightning, you know, and there's enough charge in the case and stuff that you don't need to do it all the time. Right. So it, it's not a big, it's not the big deal that like it is on a phone or something. The the picture they have of the puck charger it's it's such a weird clunky funky thing that they, like why didn't they come out with a smaller charger that works with the fits nicely on the back like like the Apple Watch charger like that well then it wouldn't size. be compatible because that ring of magnets yeah yeah well that's they can the make size. it compatible but if you're buying one like if you say you're buying a new one specifically for your AirPods like I don't know it just seems it would be nicer to have a slightly smaller one that fits the case it would still it would still fit the iPhone. Like you could, you could uh, yeah. Work. I'm saying you can't make it smaller because that ring, that puck, yeah. that's the size of the ring of magnets. So you like, don't think they can engineer right now a smaller version of that? No, the magnets wouldn't line up. Oh, okay. Like, like that's how big that it's a circle of magnets with like a little notch cut out, and that's that's the size of the circle of magnets. That's like the minimum size of that that weird AirPod puck. That's yeah. the size of the circle of magnets, and the the AirPods case doesn't even have the whole circle like well, yeah, its magnets right, are right. it probably just has like three or four but you couldn't make the charger like that because then it would only work for the airpods it's not it wouldn't line up with the with the it's, iphone 
It's not the whole iPhone, okay. right? I so I kind of, I kind of get it. It does. You're right. It looks really goofy. I don't think a lot of people are going to do that. Like my charger is bigger than my AirPods, right, right. significantly. So, so. <laughs> I wonder if like iPhone 14, iPhone 15 shrinks it, and then we get like the second generation MagSafe. I don't know. Yeah, it, it would break compatibility with all of your stands and all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually hadn't even considered that, but you're right. Like. It's not as simple of a change as, as I just thought it was five seconds ago. <laughs> but you're right. The ring, if you change it, because the way magnets work, it's not gonna it's not gonna lock on properly. Well, that's a pickle. <laughs> yeah, it it is. I think. I mean, they're they're kind of stuck with this for a, a while. Plus, you know, yeah. you know how Apple is. Apple doesn't change things year to year. <laughs> they stick with something for a little while. All right. So we want to talk about the AirPods. They look like AirPods Pro. They, the case is just a little bit less wide mm-hmm. because when the buds are in there, they don't have, they don't have rubber tips, uh, but the buds otherwise look like AirPod pro buds yep. without the tips. Like you'd pop the tip off and make a little angled hole. <laughs> That's yeah, you, what they look like. You, you have a picture in your review of you, you you're, you're like a close up of your ear with AirPods second gen, AirPods third gen, AirPods pro. And as I was editing it, I actually had to read the caption to see which was which. Well, the second gen is obvious. Obvious, but yeah. But the, the, the pro to the third, I mean, once you know it, you can see like like the, the speaker holes a little bit or the, the, the hole for whatever that hole is for. It's it's a little bit different. It's a but, vent, basically, yeah. It's uh, an air pressure vent. Air, okay. But mm-hmm. they're, a, they're very similar. Yeah. It, even that's similar. It's a little bit off center, but it's the same bigger black vent and stuff uh pressure equalization vent um yeah and they actually sound very similar you get better sound out of airpods pro because the seal in your ear really helps things like bass response and stuff other than that they sound very very close just in terms of like overall music clarity bass response yeah uh making sure that you have a busy, loud track with a lot of stuff going on. It doesn't turn muddy and stuff. It huge leap over second gen AirPods. Plus, they support adaptive EQ, which is a real thing that works. <laughs> they um, uh, and spatial audio. Yeah. Uh, you, you can do spatial audio with Apple Music with anything with wired headphones. You can go in the settings and force it on, but uh, not with head tracking and with video. You need to have the head tracking thing. So. Um, spatial audio with video, only the third gen AirPods and AirPods Pro and Max. Um, so that, those are all big step ups from steps up <laughs> from the second gen AirPods. It's like a big year. Plus, the battery lasts longer. These are the longest lasting batteries, I think. I the Apple says six hours without um, without spatial audio on. I got more. I got closer to six and a half. Uh, which is great because that means like as they age and the battery doesn't last as long. That's uh, that's longer than the pro. The pro is four and a half, I believe. Yeah, the pro's four. And a, I, th- I think it's like four and a half with noise canceling, and then like five with without it on or whatever. They're not. They don't compare Apple to Apple's all the time on their list, but it's it is the longest lasting earbuds, and it's not the longest lasting wireless earbuds. You can get wireless earbuds from like Sony and stuff that have like eight hours, yeah, or whatever. But they're usually bigger and bulkier. It's definitely the longest lasting AirPods. And, you know, the case holds another four charges worth. So, yeah, it's not the kind of thing that you're going to really worry about battery life between the case, the quick charging and the, the, the actual battery life itself. Like you'll be fine. 
for days. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For, for, yeah, for probably a couple days, you know, um, if you do a lot of commuting, the only downside is like if batteries die, putting them back in the case to charge for like 15 minutes and then putting them back in your ear. But even 15, you know, they talk about their quick charge thing. Doesn't seem different from previous years. They're just quoting different numbers. But like five minutes of charge, they say gives you what is it, ninety minutes of listening? That seemed or or an hour, I think they said, and I got closer to ninety minutes. Like it really, if the buds are nearly dead or dead, five minutes of charge gets them pretty well recharged, like a third of their charge back, and you really get a good big chunk of listening time. I think it's probably a common thing when like your your AirPods are dead and you're about to go on your run or whatever, go to the gym or whatever it is. And you're like, oh, shoot, you're going to only wait five minutes and then go out the door and you'll be fine. Okay. You know, you'll get through that, that workout or whatever. Speaking of the gym, um, how do they stay in your ears? That's the question. Always. Everyone always has. On these yes. Uh, everyone asks and it's so variable. I have a very small head. Roman and I have the opposite ends of the bell curve <laughs> yes. for heads. Like we have, he has the widest, uh, largest head possible. It's like your, your head size is like eight or something like that. And then I have the smallest head size possible. And my ears and ear canals are kind of small too. So like all AirPods have trouble fitting in my ears. I'm usually using the small. Sometimes the I need like the medium uh, ear tips when there's ear tips just to like put enough friction to keep things in so second gen airpods always had this problem where they actually held up to things like running pretty well but if i move my jaw a lot like if i'm talking my ear shape changes enough to start to push it loose and then they get loose and i'm always like i'm constantly touching them to like push them back in stuff like that and i get the same sort of thing with the third gen not necessarily to the same degree, but it's like I'm, I'm having the same problem and I, I feel like it's going to be exactly like the second gen where like a different person with the different shaped ears finds that they're great. They lock in and they stay in like all the time. And I really feel uh, it's going to be super personal like that. If you have the opportunity to try them on, I suggest doing that and just like yawning and moving your jaw yeah. a lot. I don't because know if Apple just, does that anymore. My guess is they don't because of COVID stuff. But they used to have like a try-on session when they first came out where you can go and they would let you, you know, to clean them with the alcohol cloth and let you try them on. Yeah. And they may still do that at Apple stores. Um, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. It's, 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 I figured they could sanitize them and you'd be fine. But if you have the opportunity to try them on, I would suggest it. I definitely, for me personally, find the AirPods Pro because of the wingtips or anything with wingtips, I mean, not wingtips with the rubberized tips do a much better job of staying put for me, just because I have this, like the size and shape of my ear is just not conducive to these things. It does have a different shape though. The, the second gen has that sort of coin shaped disc shaped thing that feels like the old wired earbuds they had. And the new one has a rounder, more bulbous shape, much like the pro. So it will fit it will fit a little differently, but it didn't solve the problems that AirPods have always had for me. For me and my small ears. <laughs> the shorter stems are nice though, if you get things caught on your stems a lot, earrings or your hats or your hair or whatever. Um, shorter stems mitigate that problem a little bit. 
I was looking at some of the Amazon reviews, um, and it's just like you said. Half of them say, oh, my God, these are so much better than second gens, and the other half say, oh, my God, they don't fit, and I'm taking it back. Right, yeah, and and that's going to be true of any headphone that doesn't have something to secure it in your ear, whether it's a ear tip or a wing, one of those wing tips that goes in your ear fold or something, you know, that kind of thing. It, it's a total crapshoot. Try them out. <laughs> or buy them somewhere you can easily return them if, if that's the problem. I have the first-gen AirPods. Like you were saying, I have a bigger head, so my ear opening is, I guess, bigger than average. So the first-gen AirPods would always fall out of my ear. <laughs> they're so too I, big. Yeah, they're too big. And so then I went to the AirPods Pro, and that actually fits nicely. Mm-hmm. But... I like having the pro because sometimes I want to be able, I don't want to isolate. I want to be able to hear everything else around me in certain instances. Like if I'm out walking my dog, I want to be able to, you know, hear traffic and stuff like that. So, well, transparency mode is good for that. That's yeah, for. it works, but, but I, I like, it's not as clear to me as my hearing's not that great to begin with. So having the openness of the original AirPod was a yeah. better sound experience for me in terms of being able to hear outside sounds. There's no real change in the third gen uh, for that aspect of it. Like they're not isolating you more or anything like that. It's um, which is like you said, for some people that's good. That's what they want. Um, And I also, uh, you will get better sound quality though. Like you're, even though you're not, Isolating just the better speaker in there, the better little driver is is a big improvement. Another tiny improvement I just wanted to touch on is that uh, AirPods have the a little proximity detector to tell on the inside to tell if it's in your ear, so that when you take one out, it pauses the music and stuff. Uh, and it's easy to trick if you put it down on a table or something just the wrong way, or you put it in your pocket. We've probably all had that experience where you take it out of your ear, but you cover the little sensor and it thinks it's back in your ear and it starts playing. Yep. Um, these have what the, a, a actual skin detect sensor. So it's not just a proximity det- detector. It's, it's detecting probably the irradiance of skin or something like that. You know, it's um, so it's not going to get triggered by your table or your pocket or something like that. It's really cool. It's the smallest little detail, but it's one of those things that they they changed. It's out. It's out there on the specs sheet and stuff, but it's then even the pro doesn't have that. The um, the controls have changed as well, which is another source of issue for people that I've read in reviews and um, uh, complaints. Yeah. So you used to be able to tap them to do mm-hmm. like music controls, things like that. Siri, now you got to like like the pro, you have to actually physically squeeze them. Yeah, you pinch the stem. Uh, which depending on, it gives you more options because you used to just be able to tap or double tap. Like you had like two options. Now you have like long squeeze, double squeeze, triple squeeze, one squeeze on either the left or the right ear, but that gives you a lot more sort of controls. But if you, uh, for, for me, for someone who do, they don't fit really, really well in your ear, every time you squeeze the stem, I, I knock it. Like out of place a little bit. (laughs) So I end up using my watch or my iPhone or whatever to control it all the time because the stems, I'm like that with the pro. I just don't love the stems squeezing control design. Plus you have to remember like what each thing does. Yes. Yeah. uh, A long squeeze is 
to invoke Siri. And on the Pro, well, the long squeeze is noise canceling. There is no noise canceling, so it's it's the Siri thing. It's like, yeah, it's you have to remember what they do. I, I most people, it's just play and pause is all you really care about. Maybe skip to the next track. So, is there enough of a difference between the Pros and the third gen AirPods now? Uh, I think there is for the price gap that they have, which is a good. What is it? Seventy bucks more. It's the the pros are two fifty, but you can almost always find them on sale. Yeah, uh, like sometimes, often for like two hundred or less. They're, yeah, they're on sale um, a lot. In, in which case, you know, if you can't find these on sale and you can find those on sale, and it's like twenty dollars, get the pros. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the big difference is, although the pros battery doesn't last as long, uh, it has the the rubberized tips are a kind of a better fit for everyone, mm. right? You pick you pick the size that you want. It's even if the regular AirPods aren't a problem for you, that's just gonna help. They improve sound a little bit, uh, but noise canceling is just huge. Noise canceling and transparency mode, those are just if you're in a noisy environment, if you take if you're if you're out walking somewhere where there's traffic sound, a highway nearby, if you take public transit if you just want some quiet while the washing machine's going, whatever it is, like noise canceling is a big deal and uh, makes for a wholly different experience and improves sound quality when you're not in a quiet environment. It just blocks out that that sound that the, between the seal of the things and the noise canceling. So that's really the main difference. There are some other little things like the, the what do they call that uh, new... Mike, you always remember the name of this. The new feature where it focuses on conversation. Conversation focus or uh, something. Boost. Like that. Boost. Conversation boost. Conversation boost is not not on the third gen AirPods. It's only on the Pro. If that really interests you, there's that too. But really what you're paying for is noise canceling. And it's kind of worth it. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I would agree. Um, particularly since, as you say, they're always on sale. Uh, 200 uh, right now they're on uh, today. I think it was one ninety. Like, yeah. definitely just bring the extra ten, twenty, thirty bucks and get. The, yeah. Get now, the when when the third gen go on sale too, and you start to, it starts to be another forty, fifty dollar difference. Well, then that's that's your forty. Or, yeah, that's the gap worth looking at. What I don't think is worth it is the second gen anymore. Like they're definitely way cheaper, but there's a huge difference in sound quality, and I wouldn't say that they fit better or anything. They, they kind of have the same problems with fit where it's just dependent on your right they may or may not fit better they may or may not fit better you know it's it's a roll of dice yeah so check out jason's review he has a full review of the third generation airpods on macworld.com they'll probably be a big seller this holiday season so yeah uh, so check out his review it might be the only thing you can find (laughs) (laughs) Our discussion will continue, but first a word from our sponsor. Upgrade the smart way with Declutter. Sell your mobile phone, iPad, Apple Watch, or MacBook today. Get a free quote for your old device, ship it to them for free, and get paid quickly. Visit Macworld.com slash trade in and use the code Macworld10, that's Macworld10, to get 10% extra for your trade in. Declutter. It's smart for you, smart for the planet. Now back to the show. 
Uh, Jason's been very busy. He's also looked at the new Apple Watch, the Series 7 Apple Watch. This replaces the Series 6 Apple Watch. And just a reminder, we were expecting like a whole new (laughs) redesign based on the rumors. Yeah, the rumor mill got this one way wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so we didn't get the redesign. Uh, It was supposedly going to have like the uh, edges that have been seen on the iPhone and the iPad, but that didn't happen. Uh, It does have a bigger screen now. Uh, And that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Good night. Uh, There's very little different. Uh, It's such a contrast from the third gen AirPods where here we have a product that they... Um, it is a real step up from the thing that they replace, even though they're still selling the seconds. Like it's, this is the new AirPods and they are a real step up. This is like, I feel like I was in such a weird place writing a review of it because it is still the best smartwatch. Like partly because the competition hasn't caught up. Well, yeah, like just the like series the series six, six was the best smartwatch too. In, exactly. In October. And, this, <laughs> and this replaces it. And it doesn't cost more, and it's the same, right? It's so it's not bad in any way, but it's such a small upgrade that Apple should have skipped it. So I feel like super disappointed in this product. I recommend. <laughs> like it's it's so- basically it's you. You said it. I don't know if you wrote it, but you certainly slacked it to me. It's like the the Apple Watch Series Six S, basically. Yeah. And God, not even somewhat. He's like, <laughs> um, like the S things usually get a new processor or whatever. This is, they they say the case is slightly bigger. You won't even notice. It's so slight you won't even be able to see it. The screen is bigger. Uh, you can see the screen's bigger. It's just because they made the bezels smaller. Uh, and I can appreciate that it's uh, all the interface elements and everything are are bigger. Like you can see more clearly. It's bigger. If you're one of those people who like felt you needed the large size Apple watch to see it, but you didn't like how big that watch was. Well, maybe you can go for the smaller one now, right? Like it's, that's the kind of difference in size, but that's, that's all there is. Like it's it, internally, it's still the, the, the series six. It's a little brighter too. Like in the indoor brightness level is like slightly brighter. I, that's, these are not, these are not reasons to <laughs> ship a new Apple watch. If you look at like the website, usually like the, you know, Apple's product websites are really touting all the new stuff. Like it's like, yeah. there's not much there. No. The display stuff is like half of it. And then it's like all this other fitness stuff that you, we had already. And these things that we or, had already. Yeah. Yeah. It's just new in watch OS. Like it's not. A new, right. That, so it's like for all a slightly bigger display. And there's a few new, um, what do you call it? Uh, watch faces that are exclusive to yeah, the seven. They don't need, need to, to be. be right, that's right. like completely artificial. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know what to say about it, except that like, I wish they didn't release it. <laughs> I wish they just skipped a year, but I, I still think it's the best smartwatch and a great smartwatch. If you were going to get one anyway, if you were going to get a series six anyway, not enough of an improvement that they should have gone with it. I And I really start to wonder if, they have worked this, I don't want to say design, but like what a smartwatch can, what they can cram into such a small space. They've worked it over so much and they're reliant on advances and sensors and stuff like that to do actual new things that it maybe 
every other year is like a better cadence for Apple Watch. Maybe every Apple Watch sticks around for two years, like the iPhone SE or something, and then becomes a bigger deal. That wouldn't necessarily be a bad idea. Uh, Watch OS seems to be where all the action is anyway. Yeah, it's hard to do that once you've established this annual upgrade cycle and people are waiting for it and they know it's coming. Like the iPhone, same thing. We don't need the iPhone 13. <laughs> like the iPhone 12 is, I mean, it's nice. It's good. It's better in, in a lot of ways. But it's almost like a biannual cycle might make those those releases that much more meaningful, much more impactful. De- definitely would. But I would say, you know, an iPhone 13 has a lot more improvements over the 12 than a Watch Series 7 did. Like it's just not a lot there. So yeah, uh, Apple kind of could have skipped this year. You definitely, if you're an Apple Watch like buyer fan in the market, you could skip this year. If you were going to get a six anyway, there's no, there's nothing that says like, oh well, you shouldn't get the seven. It's the six, but better. But uh, if 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 you have a six, this is definitely not an upgrade. It's not an upgrade from a five. I wore a four for a long time. I don't feel like I would replace my four with this. Uh, you, you get more stuff going from the four up to the new with the always on and stuff like that. But I'd still, I'd still probably wait for the next big thing. We kind of said that about the six and that, that had the blood, the blood oxygen sensor. And we, you know, yeah. when we wrote the review, we're like, well, this is nice, but it's not a huge meaningful upgrade over the, the, the five. Yeah. And it at least had a new processor, a new like system and package and stuff. Not that it really needed one, but at least had one. And you could say, well, maybe in a few more years when watch os does more this will run better than the five did or something you can't even say that about the seven it still has the the same exact package processor yeah internally it's it's basically you get well you get faster slightly faster charging which as you point out is really just not anything to think of yeah they made a deal about it the uh, little puck thing that that comes with it to charge has a usb-c end and, and as before, it does not come with a, a power adapter and all. So to fast charge it, if you plug it into a 20 watt or better USB-C plug, it charges like a little faster. But what it really does is it turns like hour long charging into 45 minute charging. It's, it's not going to change the way you use it in any way. Yeah. And you point out the, so the, the big, the big thing they talk about there is that the sleep time, you could charge it for what, five minutes and get a full night, but like. You can charge it for like ten minutes before. <laughs> not, not even like, ten, like seven. It's, like seven. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like we're not talking about much here. No, yeah, it's not a big deal. Just it's fine. Yeah, the Apple Watch is this weird thing because it's it's treated kind of treated like a primary platform, but it's not. It, but it's it it's it's right. you can't say it's an accessory because it's it's more than that. Yeah, it's it occupies a weird middle space, doesn't it? Like you have to have an iPhone to set one up. You can set up somebody more than one with an iPhone. You have that family stuff now where you can like set up a kid's one who doesn't have an iPhone with your iPhone and stuff for that's for like a different account and everything. But you you still can't just buy an Apple watch as somebody who owns no other Apple stuff and use it (laughs) or or even a Mac. That almost would have been like worthy of a series seven if they said, oh, and it's also like completely independent now and you can buy one, set one up, use one without owning an iPhone like that. That's the yeah. huge upgrade that people are waiting for. Yeah, I, th- I think they would sell a, a reasonable number of them to Android users. I, I do think they still need some sort of phone based app the way they have Apple Music on Android. So yeah, like, right. you need something to manage it. Yep. Yeah. But, but yeah, breaking free of iPhone is the next 
way to make a big leap in Apple Watch sales. I just don't think Apple cares. They're they're the number one selling watch in the world. Like of and not smartwatch, just watch right, in right. the world. Like <laughs> like so they don't they yeah, dictated well, their own terms so they can do whatever they yeah, want until yeah, there's a serious competition. Yeah. Yeah, and it's still something of a draw for people that are buying a new phone. They they see that maybe and they, they choose iPhone because oh I can get an Apple Watch too, because there's really nothing on Android that's even close. Yeah, or it's the opposite. It's a lock in, like they have an Apple Watch and they're that's like, it. Well, I can never buy an right. Android phone <laughs> or my watch stops working, right? Which it doesn't, but like then you can't update your watch or anything like that. Like you can't it because your watch becomes really lame if you've already set it up and now you don't have an iPhone. Go buy the third generation AirPods, but you can hold off on the Series Seven watch if you have the right. Series Six or even if you have the Series Five. Mike says there's kind of this every other year cadence. So when when the six came out, we said if you have a five, you don't need this. It's such a small improvement this year that it carries over again. Like you have a two year gap where you just if you have a five, you, you don't need the seven either, really. Yeah, I just um. I bought my dad one for Christmas and I got a deal on a six and I said, well, I'm not going to spend more on a seven because it's, <laughs> it's really nothing. To, there's no point. If you can find a six for 350, 320, whatever it is. Find those closeout deals on the six it, yeah. while they're, while they're not gone. Cause it's it, all you're paying for is like smaller bezels. The screen's a little bigger. Right. It's really the only the, thing you're going to ever The notice. biggest thing is, as you said in the review in here, that the chip is the same. So future proofing, you're not, getting Not any more life out of it. So whatever watch OS it goes up to, 11, 12, whatever it does, the 6 and the 5, I'm sorry, the 7 and the 6, will yep. end at the same spot, same time. Almost certainly, yeah. But you get those fancy new uh, watch faces. I, and I, you, you know, know I will say that that new one is really nice. <laughs> the, the one that kind of like bends around the side there with the, with the numbers. The, yeah, it's got numbers around the side. Contour and the numbers is cool. Have to get bigger with the hour. Yeah, I've been using that one, and and it's nice. It's taken over and, California and it, for me. It probably wouldn't look as good on the non-skinny bezel. You know, that's the one that I actually think would probably work just as well. Uh, the the one that wouldn't work quite as well is the new modular face that has like an extra big, an, an, another large complication on it. Well, that does it for this episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 767. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you, sir. Thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. And thanks to Declutter for sponsoring the podcast. You can subscribe to the Macworld Podcast and the podcast app on Spotify or through any other podcast app. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest in the world of Apple. See you next time.